Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling episode 94, Heart to Heart with Zicky Dice. The man is from NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. He's currently enthralled in the TV title tournament, and he is also the lead singer of the band Heart to Heart, based out of California. What's going on, Zicky? Nothing much, baby. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, man, thanks for coming on the show. Excited to talk to you, man. Um, oh, I- I'm here. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. There's so much to talk about. Where do we start? Yeah, live and loud. Well, first of all, um, everybody out there listening, I ha- what's up, Zach? Say what's up. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Zach Chetnick. He's the guitar player for Handsome Prick. <laughs> hello, hello, Zach. Hello, How you doing, Handsome man? Pricks. Uh, I, I want to get into your musical career before we, we start with any wrestling. I did a little background research on you, and, I mean, you, you're kind of a jack-of-all-trades as far as entertainment goes. I mean, uh, magician, you had that under your belt, um, yeah, yeah. professional wrestler, musician. Uh, so let's just start right there. Your band Heart to Heart, how did that start? Um, you guys are kind of like, you got like what, like the, from what I get, it's kind of like a poppy punk somewhat. Yeah, yeah, like alternative kind of punkish. We've kind of morphed uh, morphed over the years. Um, but yeah, we've been a band, I think Heart to Heart started in 2019, um, and we all came from local uh, different local bands that kind of like picked like the super the ultimate super group um and then we kind of just took over and we started doing the diy touring uh self-funding the records and and then finally we got picked up by anchor 84 records and then from there we went on the pure noise records and released a record to them and we were on the vans warp tour and doing all these big fun tours and uh yeah that's what led me to wrestling uh let me ask you touring life like it hate it what's your opinion on it well, if you're asking me today, hate it. If you're asking me ten years ago, loved it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I it's it's tough at times. I'll be honest with you. Um, you're with a select group of people for like six weeks at a time, so you better like everybody you're with or learn to like everybody you're with. And um, but you like to smell and do <laughs> do a you know experience a bunch of cool shit together and. Um, make music together and uh it was overall it was a great experience i wouldn't trade it for the world but um yeah doing it now i don't know we'll see we'll see that's that's in talks we do have a new record coming out 
um, on Valentine's Day this year. Uh, Hearts of Hearts Heartbreaker, yes, on In Vogue Records, so you can check that out. Um, we'll be playing some pop-up shows along the way um, and maybe some touring. We we'll, don't know yet. Sweet. Why don't you talk to Billy and get a, get a sweet opening gig? For the- yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, that, that would be a quick dream. How long you are, so you're the vocalist in this band. Do you do any, uh, do you play any instruments? Um, I actually started Heart to Heart to play uh, guitar in the band. I, I sing in another band um, beforehand. And then um, we, I don't know, couldn't really find like the vibe we were looking for in, in the front man. So I was like, you know what? I'll step up and do it. So I did. And um, I play guitar every now and again. I actually just got rid of my last guitar. I'm looking to get a new one um, just to play around the house for fun. But um, I've always handled like the business and all of that. I didn't really have time um when it was all said and done so yep just just the microphone what's your uh guitar of choice oh man i love uh i love mia fender strat i think there you go yeah super comfortable yeah, so maybe a custom paint job on it yeah yeah get that 80s paint job like going that. the zicky dice paint job yeah well, <laughs> i mean well, no i can see that happening what uh so growing up um musically like what was some of the influences for you to start like pursuing music oh man let's see i was like daydreaming about it freshman sophomore year uh you know it was like blink 182 green day um and then like i started finding bands like sense fail and the use and finch and like all these drive-through record bands mm-hmm. and then um got into some heavy like poison the well who i'm actually seeing this weekend nice in yeah. la for the 20th uh year um they're playing opposite of december front to back which one of all, all, my all-time favorite bands um yeah and just alkaline trio god there's so many bands the starting line the get up kids just a bunch of bands it's just our, i just got into music if, if i could vibe with it you know you're gonna go check um, them out on the bad religion yeah. tour that was alkaline it, yep. trio alkaline trio yeah they're yeah. playing with bad religion right sure yeah, are that's coming up yeah oh shit you in the bad religion at all any of that old school punk I like a little bit of Bad Religion. Didn't really like pop off on them like everybody else, but mm. uh, they're good. They're good. I, I got nothing against them. It's good to know, Zicky. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of transitioning a little bit here from music, uh, I, your magician, um, I don't know any like too much background about it, obviously. Um, I mean, was this something you pursued as like just like a hobby no, I or a career? No, if you want to hire me for a birthday party, we might be able to do that. I just grew up really. Uh, I enjoyed magic, like when I was younger, and just I was always drawn to it and caught my attention. Um, so I just do magic, like street magic tricks here on the side. Uh, I wish I could make someone disappear or like uh, make <laughs> Me a too. helicopter up here. You know, yeah. I mean, we'll talk after we stop recording. Uh, <laughs> right. But uh, no, I, I. I mean, just a few street magic tricks here and there. You know, just. Mm-hmm. Like just carny side of it, just the whole carnival life. I mean, <laughs> that's why I'm here, right? Yeah, it fits well with uh, professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Same circus. Um, who was that guy back in the day? Like, how long? How long you been watching wrestling, man? Or, or been a fan of it? Uh, for a while now. I, I remember, like, my first memories probably like ninety, nineteen ninety. I was born in eighty seven, so okay. Like, yeah, three, four years old. Uh, who was who was some of your favorites growing up? Oh man, Shawn Michaels, uh, uh, one of my favorites. Um, did you think he was cute and sexy? I did. Sexy yeah, boy. Bret Hart. Yeah, great. I always wanted to be the kid that he put the sunglasses on. You know, I was right? Yeah. I think we all did yeah. back in the day. Those were the. Let me tell you this: 
Those were the dopest fucking shades back in the day, man. <laughs> bro, bro, like straight up, like that commercial, you know, I was like, dude. And then, like, I went to a live event twice, and you didn't know where you're going to sit. And you're like, I really hope he puts the sunglasses on me, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you realize you got nosebleeds, and then you can hardly <laughs> yeah. see. But it's all good. Yeah. Your parents cried, and they got you there, so. <laughs> right. At the end of the day. No, and then, uh, like, the rest was I hated, like, Mr. Perfect and Ravishing Rick Rude and uh, Rick the Model Martell are, like, my favorites now. So. Right. They, that means they did their job. Like, I, I feel the same yeah. way with uh, the Freebirds and Michael P.S. Hayes, man. Like, but I'll tell you what, man, I fucking love that strut and everything about them now, dude. It was, Hell, yeah. They, and Hell Rick Rude yeah. was one of my favorites growing up. Like, I knew he was a heel but man, he just, there was just something about that guy. Everything, the, the total package, you know, no pun intended. Um, him and, and Mr. Perfect, I love those old school vignettes, dude, where he's like with NFL players and shit. And he's like, you want to yeah, see yeah. a perfect throw? He'd throw the football, then run down the field at the other end and catch it. Like ridiculous shit. <laughs> Quote a little so Street good. Fighter, perfect. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I remember watching. That's That's what got me into wrestling, so. And you started training. Um, I saw what is it the the Black and the Brave or what is it? Yeah, yeah. I went to Black and Brave uh, in 2015. From I moved from California to Moline, Illinois, and um, graduated from the third graduating class uh, from the Black and Brave. I trained under Seth Rollins and Merrick Brave and nice. Crotch over there. Yeah, great program. Uh, a lot of fun. Learned a lot about myself and mm-hmm. and uh, the beginnings of the iceberg that is wrestling. And, uh, yeah, I've been grinding ever since. Hell yeah. We're all about that grind here. Uh, it's um, so you. about, about the, uh, training though. I mean, you hear a lot of horror stories with uh, professional wrestlers in any era really that went through training. Was there anything kind of like that? Like any kind of just rigorous shit to kind of weed out the weak scenarios? Uh, yeah. night one is pretty tough. Like you show up and like they have this. You think that you're gonna like meet Seth Rollins and hang out, but it's like uh, this gnarly conditioning test. It's like, like a few hours like hell, long. Hell week. You have, to, seals. you have to reenact these like animals and like we were walking like elephants and all these things. And by that time, I was like literally crying outside. I finished. Yeah, but uh, that was really tough. Everyone's like throwing up and crying and yeah. So, <laughs> and then we had to set up and tear down the ring three times a week. Rain uh, shines, later Damn snow. Uh, this is before they had like their facility they have now. So, and like he's CrossFit Jesus, as, as you may know. And yep. so we had to say CrossFit on top of that. Um, and if you've never done CrossFit and you just get thrown into it, that's kind of a bitch too. <laughs> but, um, I finished. So, uh, it was very tough. One of the toughest things I've ever done in my whole entire life. <laughs> real big, real hard, real stiff. Yeah, exactly. Good old JR would say. Uh, yeah, man, it's much respect to you for that. A lot of people, you know, there, there's all these, uh, man, I, I don't even know. I, I try to be somewhat positive on this show. There's a lot of people out there that have their, uh, opinions of wrestling and, you know, we all know what it is nowadays and all that shit, but I would like to see somebody try even, even athletes, professional athletes, like football players. Some of them have made the transition. I think we did a whole two part show on that shit, but. Yeah, yeah. What you guys go through to train, I mean, it is fucking, dude, it's ri- ridiculous. Some of it, to me, is a little bit beyond, like, military, like, toughness. As far as the conditioning, like, you can't fucking hack it. You don't deserve to be here, you know? Yeah, 100%, 100%. And uh, you kind of find that out quick, and sometimes it takes uh, others a little while longer to realize it's not for them. Um, but, yeah, it is tough, very tough. 
Hell and yeah. everything hurts. That's for damn sure. And you're always going to be sore and you're never, you know, you're never gonna have time to recover because it's going to be time to do it all over again. Yeah. So what, what promotions after you went through that, uh, did you get into like indie promotions? Oh man, a bunch of poopy ones for a while. Yeah. Uh, there was, you know, you're basically on the grind trying to work anywhere mm-hmm. and everywhere you possibly can. Right. Um, you know, I would drive to Kansas. I worked like first, uh, I had like a battle Royal, at, uh, SCW, which is like the black and brave promotion. Okay. That uh, was my first match. And then from there we drove up to somewhere Journey in Pro. Iowa and I wrestled for, I think, uh, God, it's my first singles match. Like, oh man, pro wrestling Phoenix or something. I want to say mm-hmm. in Iowa. And then like, I wrestled Carnival in Kansas and then outside Carnival in Illinois and doing, doing, you name it. I was like trying to get on it. Um, and then finally, like I had uh, a trial for Dreamwave Wrestling and I started working there and then I had worked AAW once and, and then yeah. freelance wrestling when I was living out there. And then, uh, yeah, freelance is a shit, man. Started, yeah. And started working championship wrestling from Hollywood from there. And then, um, slowly but surely getting, getting out there and getting bigger and getting this roller coaster going and taking more loops and turns and, and here we are more bumps. And I don't mean cocaine, <laughs> dude. I was just at uh freelance, um, this past Friday. Well, a, a week ago, since we're in the future now, nice. uh, for their 2020, um, event, the, a freelance odyssey, man, let me tell you about a fucking atmosphere like though, shout out to Matt Nix and everybody there, because that dude, that is one hell of a well put together program. And yeah, uh, man, it's crazy. And to see what they built, like I, I've been watching photos and following along with the clips and stuff, everything here and there, and like just what it's grown into be is just awesome. And even just a short time, the last few years that I've known about it, just watching it grow is it's been cool, man. Yeah, dude. And you know, you mentioned AAW as well. We had uh, Keith Lipinski on the show on Christmas this past Christmas. Uh, another good dude. Another huge promotion. Um, out here in Chicago is like kind of, you know, I tell guys this that maybe you might be aware because you, you've worked uh, the the territory. Yes, guys, territories are back. Um, you got Warrior Wrestling out here now, uh, Black Label Pro, which is based out of Crown Point, Indiana, which is like our neck of the woods. Um, you know, Freelance, Freelance Underground, AAW, and the list goes on and on. But those are like the main promotions in this area. And then AEW, which is they'll be back here for their Revolution pay-per-view. Um, coming up at the end of February, it's a melting pot of professional wrestling, man. That's so crazy, and that's kind of what I miss from living out there because it's definitely not like that out here in California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some good spots, you know. Shout out to uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm in I'm in Northern California, and like we're still. I'm gonna be honest, and let's go ahead and tell how it is. I'm trying to help build NorCal and put NorCal on the map a little bit again. I feel like they're lacking in the internet part of professional wrestling, and just yeah, and there's there's a lot to offer here and a lot of talent that is is not yet discovered and people won't know about if it's, it's not being pushed a little bit so try, we're trying to build uh the norcal wrestling scene up here and but uh like driving to la that's a six hour drive i mean yeah you got some good promotions down there you got pwg and yep. uh we were championship wrestling from hollywood down there and you know up here we got apw and west coast pro wrestling um you got pcw ultra out there too shout out to our homie uh joseph samael yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got them too. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. Was there some heat there? Yeah. No, no, I, no. They they responded back. They they were professional. They just they said, sorry, we're not interested in Zicky Dice, and that's fine. Zicky Dice is not everybody's cup of tea. Right. I understand that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's wrestling for you, right? 
Yep. Um, and that's been part of it. And now, uh, I've been on my grind. I've been, I've wrestled in South Korea. I literally traveled the country. I'm gone every weekend trying to do anything and everything possible. Hence my challenge of accepting all these podcasts and radio interviews. And, uh, I want to do it all. Um, um, I am not yet anywhere near where I want to be. And I mm-hmm. want that television title, um, next. And I want to continue just taking over and making waves from there. Well, speaking of that, that's a good transition point right there. Um, so getting involved in the NWA, and that was my first exposure to you, was uh, I, I watch uh, NWA Power every week. Uh, I think it's great. It's a good throwback with a little modern twist. Um, man, it, it's just – and it's only an hour long, dude. It's it's on YouTube. It's free. It's a great way to consume a wrestling product. Uh, the, see every that, Tuesday at 6.05, <laughs> That's right. YouTube Into the fire! I love it. Dude, I, I literally, that's always stuck in my head. My fiance was singing it the other <laughs> yeah. day. It's just like the guys in the locker room sing that. It's always just, it's, I mean, so good. Dude, it's, now, it's now you gotta, killer. Get to the fire. Yeah. Like it, so, you know, Dude, so. go with Zicky. Get, get gone, man. He's done Dundee okay. already on that docking. <laughs> Dude, that shit, I was never a fucking docking fan. But I do remember that song because it was on like the Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I think it was like the three or four of the soundtrack. And, oh uh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's where that was originally from, and then you know they put it on a docking album too. But it, it came from that uh, that soundtrack. Uh, Interesting. Little musical history for you. Um, but learn something new every day, <laughs> right? Uh, and then like it just it came on, and it it has like that old school vibe. It hits you really hard. And a uh, shout to my drummer, uh, our drummer Brad Vanderzee. Uh, we were talking one night, and I was telling him about uh, NWA. He's not a big wrestling guy, but you know we mm-hmm. talk music and shit and all that. Everything crosses over, um, and I brought up the docking song. He's like, "I fucking that's like one of my favorite solos in any song." I'm like, "Really?" It's like, "Let's fucking jam it right now." He's like, "All right." <laughs> we just jammed it on New Year's too. We were pissed because fucking Alexa's bitch ass couldn't. Uh, she couldn't find the original studio version. It was like some newer uh, bullshit. And I, was yeah. like, I get into arguments with Alexa daily. Don't even get me started. Man, I talked shit to Siri one night so bad. That she just ignored me. Finally, she just stopped. She had enough. Like, Siri, you're a piece of shit. Like, a million times. She'll stop listening after a while. But, yeah, man, oh, man. I, I fucking love that song. And it never gets old. Like, anytime, like, I love uh, hitting up a new episode every Tuesday at 6.05 Eastern. Uh, it fucking, dude, it just rocks, man. It's, I get the hair stand up on my arms, man. Yeah, I love it's, that it's intro. It's it's super cool and like even seeing the set live in person, it's like oh man, this rules, you know. Uh, yeah, and what they're doing is great, and I'm into it, and I'm thankful and fortunate enough to be a part of it. Oh um, yeah, man. So when the fuck to is see where it goes? And you know, up next is the pay per view, hard times. Yeah, hard did times. The pay per view. Did, did you save a few bucks? Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that. Vikidas, let me tell you about hard times, brother. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is, man. Billy's got to get fucking docking to perform live, dude. Straight up. I agree. I was very, very surprised. I'm in the ring for a whole pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Just play that song on repeat. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for that. Seriously, yeah. an hour's worth. Right? Dude, I'll rock it. I don't care. I'll fucking headbang fly, like... Fly George Lynch in like Shawn Michaels <laughs> off the cable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I like that. It should happen. Uh, yeah, but dude, I was surprised they didn't play the Into the Fire pay-per-view. I mean, you know, I... I I don't know what the inner workings and what Billy has going on for you guys, but I think that'd be super dope. That's one thing wrestling's I think is kind of missing nowadays. You know, back in like the Attitude Era, and even with 
uh, the Monday Night Wars. You had bands like Kiss and Megadeth and whoever you know was hip at the time. <clears throat> Not Limp Biscuit, goddammit. Um, unfortunately, they played too. But uh, you had bands like that that would come out and they either do the theme song for that particular wrestler, like Motorhead, dude. I loved when Motorhead yeah. came out and that was just super tough, man. Like you felt it that much more, you know. Like Triple H is coming out all jacked, looking badass, and you got fucking Lemmy and Motorhead behind them, like live, yeah. Like give give me some docking. <laughs> I need it. I mean, I'm still in for Limp Bizkit live too. I'd still be kind of stoked on that. Really? I mean, why the hell not? Just to say, just to say, hey, <laughs> bring like, it on. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One time at the show, and Fred Durst just like you know up there hooting and hollering with swinging red hats everywhere, and yeah, and then Scotty Steiner comes there. out and he fucking yeah. hits him with a chair. Me and my brother, yeah, 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 yeah. There, there it is. I mean, that sounds like an awesome pay per view. I might just book that myself. Yeah, there you go, man. Um, so let's talk about how you got involved. I mean, obviously probably because the, uh, cha- I'm very familiar with championship wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, I watched it before, you know, Billy Corgan was a part of the NWA. Um, is that kind of like, obviously that was your foot in the door to get in the NWA? That's, it's actually a funny story. Um, I had been working for championship wrestling from Hollywood for just nearly three years and never had like, um, a promo backstage or live promo. And I was there early and I gotten dressed, and they were like, "Hey, Zicky, why don't you just give us a promo while you're here?" I'm like, all right. So I went up and I said like six or seven words, and I was pulled into the back. And David Lagana and Billy Corgan were sitting there, and Billy's like, "Man, look at you, your hair, your earring." He's like, "Your fanny pack." He's like, "What are you doing December 14th?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know." And in my head, I was like, "Oh, I just booked a snow trip with my fiance." But I was like, "Nothing. I'm completely free." So he's like, "How would you like to work for me in the NWA?" And I said, "I love that." And then next thing you know, I got an email Monday, and it was that's how it happened. Uh, just and I, I was supposed to be at another show that day that had fallen through, mm. uh, and just yeah, that's that's what happened. That's awesome. How's Billy in person, man? Oh, he's great. He's great. His like aura around him, you know, it's like mm. you know, he's fucking he plays the Smashing Pumpkins and has seen a yeah. shapeshifter with his own eyes, you know, like. <laughs> awesome yeah that that's weird i mean i couldn't even imagine i mean like you guys are wrestlers so you're larger than life but you know then you you answer to a guy who i mean he's done it he's done it all he's a fucking bona fide rock star like influential rock star not just some yeah one-off well, I, motherfucker yeah it's like uh, our guitar player uh john his favorite band is the, the smashing pumpkin so like he's like does billy like talk to you i was like Oh yeah, you know <laughs> he's my boss, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's like, dude, like, well, what's he say? I was all, I don't know, like wrestling stuff. You know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Gotta <laughs> give him a butthead answer. Like, like he, he he asked if I was having a good time. Like that, you know, he's all, mm-hmm. so cool, you know. But it is pretty cool to think about, you know. And like, uh, uh, I I've only been there one weekend, so I'm excited to you know spend some more time around everybody. And you know, I, I, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, so I kind of like. You know, sat quiet and just kind of, you know, still trying to get comfortable. Right. Uh, but that, that'll happen in time. Oh, yeah, for once, sure. Once I the title. <laughs> Hell, yeah. And let's talk about that. I mean, they're bringing back the, the television title, which is awesome because nobody yeah. has a television title anymore. And not just that, like the NWA TV title is the television title. I mean, you think of the guys and, who've dude, held that. With the time limit, six minutes, five seconds. I love it, dude. I, yeah, I love, love it. Love. Come on now. Yeah, it, it's great. Uh, I, I'm super hyped on it. Uh, I'm excited to see, you know, see where we're going to be at the pay-per-view and, uh, and go from there. But uh, I can't wait. I, 
Yeah, I want that so damn bad. What uh now before you got invited in, you know, for this second season, we'll call it. Um it's weird to think of wrestling nowadays as seasons, but whatever. It's a TV show, I get it. Um did you watch the original, the first season? Uh Oh yeah, yeah, I was watching. I was watching along and um seeing what was going on. What were your, what's some of your thoughts uh on Jim Cornette's accent. Uh, I like Jim Cornette being a part of the NWA. I Are do you, too. What did you say about his accident? Yeah. Well, I. You know, here's the uh, thing. Hey, there's so much negativity, so much bullshit. Like the yeah. smart marks I mean, and everybody. That's needs... wrestling these days, right? Everyone, just, I mean, there's always going to be. I don't know. I got to watch what I say here. Yeah. Uh, no, I got you. I got. I'm not trying to trap uh, you either. So don't. No, no, no. You're not. I, like, I don't know. I don't know. It is. I don't know. He got caught in a sticky good. situation. I think he was. You know. He was kind yeah, of yeah. I did see you know I did see clips someone had posted online of him saying the same exact thing on yep. uh, WWF television live. You know, uh, twenty years, years ago, ago. <laughs> there was a few other there was a few other lines that were similar that he had mm-hmm. said, like kind of jokes. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, wrestling. It is what it is. Unfortunately, and I've said this, man. Like there is this huge boom in the past couple years, and really in the past year. And since like AEW and all these other promotions are starting to fire on all cylinders, I have always said that if this boom ends, and this might be a controversial statement, um, but it will be because of the fans, because fans nowadays, and, and this kind of started with like the original ECW fans, your smart marks. Shout out to Brian Pillman, smart marks. Um, <laughs> they just man, they want to shit on everything. Okay, we need longer storytelling. We need we well, need this story to go like, a little bit longer think, than a week. Like, like I, I, it would have been cool to you know have Matt Cornette and have him call like a match of mine. Right, that would have been, been cool and like pretty historic. But also, uh, Stu and Joe Joe Galley over there are killing it on the broadcast team, man. Like, I'm, I think that's a great fit, and I think I I think the NWA is rocking and rolling. You know, oh yeah, we've got a lot of people tuning in, and the show's growing, and. Uh, and I'm gonna do everything I can to help that continue growing. So for sure, uh, kinda, yeah, I think I think we're in good hands. Wrestling's in, wrestling is in good hands right now. There's literally something for everybody. Um, even if you're not into wrestling, I still think there's something for you in wrestling. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's never been like that either. It's always kind of been this niche thing. Even though wrestling has crossed over into the mainstream a few times, you know, we we're very familiar with the '80s golden era. And, uh, you know, the Monday Night Wars era and all that. But now it's like, dude, it's just like, it's like craft beer, dude. There's a beer for everybody. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. You know, you Straight want, up. You, people get mad about the, the dick grabbing, the Joey Ryan shtick and all that and that, whatever. You don't have to watch that, it. That one, some guy did like a poop spot. Did he? Yeah, I don't know who it was. Oh, that's the first time. I think it was Lord Crew. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> I guess he did like I don't know. Lord, this guy Lord Crew from Ohio, I guess. He's like I don't know. Well, it's I, no different I, than I, uh, Priscilla that. Kelly doing the tampon spot, even though it was a yeah, work. And yeah. but hey, it got people talking, you know. And now she's with ROH. Uh, whatever, it's good. There's uh, my whole thing. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's something for everybody. Who cares? Yeah, Full jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And dude, uh, to backtrack just a few seconds, um. Your comment on Stu Bennett, I was really, really surprised. I I love Jim right? Cornette there because he was he had that old school attachment, that sentimental value that really helped legitimize the current NWA product. 
Not that. Yeah, and it was it was nice to see him again too. You know, like mm. uh, dude, he was great. I, I I was a fan of his, and um, he had pulled me aside when we were there, and he said that I reminded him I'm not familiar with football, so forgive me with this, but maybe you might know. Who knows? Someone might know. But he said that I reminded him of an, this uh, NFL player that played on the Raiders in the '80s, who like used to take his helmet off and try and like throw it at the fans and fight the refs and stuff. <laughs> Lyle Alzado. I, I, that might be it. I, that sounds kind of familiar. Oh, dude, it, it, that's kind of who that reminds me of. He was just, dude, he was a juiced out monster, but he was, he was fucking awesome. Sick. He used to do the Celts and Blue commercials and shit. Dick. Oh, that's, that's him. I mean, I took it as a compliment. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Just like, and watching the show back, you know, just, and just hearing them together and even, it's just, it's great, man. It, it, we've got a great team. We really it do. is. And I was very, I, it, uh, it, it kind of frustrated me for a second. Cause with that whole drama, the Jim Cornette drama, I was like, damn it. You know, like the last thing, you know, any of us need as a fan or, or, um, you know, you guys involved in it firsthand is, for it to, you know, you start off so strong and then some bullshit happens because someone gets rubbed the wrong way. And that's, let's face yeah. it, it's, you know, that's the way it is in 2020. It's everybody is sensitive um, and it really yeah. sucks, but it is what it is. Um, and I was sitting there thinking, I was like, damn it, man, these guys are rocking and rolling. Like, I don't want any less viewers on, or eyes on the product because of this, you know. I mean, you know, the actions happen, and we are where we are now, and I think it's it's over. I mean, at least, I, I don't say any any press is good press, right? Yeah, I mean, it, look at NWA, you know, bands or groups like that, and you know, there's a lot of people in entertainment that uh, Eric Bischoff coined the term "controversy creates cash," you know. Yeah. But uh, hey, it, it, it's you guys came back stronger, and I was my whole point is it's like, dude, Stu Bennett on the commentary, dude, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's really up. good. Um, I uh. The last thing I knew he was doing was uh, I know he was like revealed as that head uh, in Lucha Underground. He was like the head boss of that syndicate or whatever storyline they had going on there. But um, it, it was great to see him come out. And I just I love his voice. <laughs> and everything. Oh, you know, Strug got some bad news. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's great. dude. It's great. It's so good. What What's the deal with him? Do you know? Is he not? Is he just not wanting to wrestle anymore? Or is he just? I don't know a damn thing about anything, especially when it comes to NWI. I just am there to whoop ass at the moment. Fuck yeah. Do I, what I can do. I'm like I said, literally the bottom of the totem pole, like grasping. So, uh, well, you know I what they say know. the cream. And no, I don't know how to get to anyone top. booked into NWA either. Um, everyone can apply on the circle squared for those listening. Yeah. Um, that's it. I just bare minimum, but it's so like professional, such a great place to be. I, I do know that. Well, yeah, it resonates, man. I mean, I, I can definitely tell that from watching. I have a great time. And like I said, the, I love the hour time slot. You know, I, I think. Yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, we were, you know, people, you know, just because the show's longer doesn't mean there's more, you know. Yeah, three hours of WWE makes me want to fucking punch myself in the cock. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too much, man. Too much! Fuck! <laughs> sorry, I just had to get real with you real quick. It's all right. It happens. Let it out. Yeah. Let it out. But uh, there's and there's other shows like AEW. I, I saw like one episode where it's just like, oh. but for the most part, I, you know, two hours from them, it flies by fast. I was at when I was at freelance um, for their last uh, pay per view. It was dude, three hours was like five minutes. It was so good, and it was just such a good time. And I feel the same way with uh, 
with NWA and much like when Lucha Underground was on, like I love the hour long time segments because let's face it, a lot of us viewers have other shit we got going on. It's hard to like, I don't know how a lot of WWE marks like can sit there and just give so much time away for their programming. They got so much programming during the week. Like, I don't know how many fucking hours, hours. like 10 hours, you know, whatever. And the only thing worth a fuck to watch is NXT. You know, like, I just, I don't get it. But you guys are very exciting to watch. So, uh, you know, more power to you for that because no pun intended, but it is intended. Um, So uh, on this pay-per-view, are you guys are doing this? Are you doing all the pay-per-views just straight from the studio or? Yeah, as of now, um, who knows what the future holds. Um, It it all depends on growth. It all depends on how many people are watching, where they're watching from. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the more people we get, you know, on the show, we watch the markets or people are buying shirts and all that. So just the more people involved that, I mean, that's, what's going to help this be the deciding factor. Hell yeah. Uh, were, so were you there? I mean, you obviously were, you had to, well, I don't know if you had to be who the fuck am I to tell you what you had to do. <laughs> um, when Scotty Steiner came back. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I was there. Did you talk to him at all? Yeah. A little bit of backstage. I, was, I just get the real brief. You know, I said, hi, how you doing? And, you know, it was real, real simple. I, and I was just watching him when, you know, yeah. you know was watching his promo and just, just watching him work. <laughs> He's great. I love him. Dude, I love the Steiner brothers going back in the days and like, dude, big Papa Pump. I've met him a couple of times. Uh, He's he's just a guy. Like, even now, you just don't want to piss the dude off, you know? Um, no, I hate <laughs> Flexer. Me and my freaks, holla! <laughs> dude, I love that old shit, man. I love it. And, uh, God damn, it's just, he's one of those legends that no matter where he goes, unless it's WWE, because he's got a grudge, he won't never go there or go back, I should say. Um, it's, it, he's a valuable asset, I think, even still at his age. And, you know, I mean, the guy, he could still pull off Frankensteiners, you know, like it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, who, let me ask you this, Zicky, who would you like to see in the NWA? Ooh, man. Uh, there's a few people. Whose ass do you want to fucking kick the most? I'd like to see Steve Manders in the NWA. Ooh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. You familiar with Steve Manders? Yes, I am. Yeah, he's black and brave bread. He's uh, making his rounds right now, killing. There's a few, you know, black and brave dudes. Cowboy, right? I gotta put, yeah, I gotta put over my crew. Like, uh, shot him out. Have you, have you, are you familiar with Jossie? He wrestled around that area out there. He's from Black and Brave. Uh, my buddy Kita, my buddy Levi Shapiro. Um, yeah, those are my boys. I'd like to see them in the NWA. Uh, I'm trying to think who else would be. Yeah, I feel there's a certain fit and mold, you know, that that works for the NWA. And I feel there's like a lot of wrestlers at the moment that might not be a good fit for the NWA. Yeah. Um, yeah, those those are a few cats. I can see in the NWA kicking some ass. Who would you say is not a good fit? <laughs> <laughs> how much how much time you got? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> There's a laundry list of it would not be a good fit. Uh, Fidel a... Bravo would not be a good fit. <laughs> oh man. I just definitely uh, would not be a good fit. Yeah. I just heard some stuff about him. <laughs> you're gonna have to let me know when we get off here <laughs> <laughs> I, that i will it's kind of weird that you actually uh you said that but uh yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> oh shit hey so 
out in uh I mean you you've done your work out here. Um what was like your fit you out of the you worked AAW and freelance, right? Mm-hmm. Um I gotta get you out here to another promotion sometime. Like I said, my boy Steve from Warrior Wrestling. You should drop them a line sometime, dude. They put on dream fucking cards, dude. It, it's done at hey, a... Bro, uh, let, let's talk to Steve. You know what? Let's call him live on the line now. Let's get him on the line. Yeah, we should if I could let's do three-way. Yeah, yeah, call Steve. Put him on, have, have your buddy put him on speaker. Let's, let's, let's give the fans <laughs> a little... Let, let's do this. Let's do it now. Yeah, why not? Steve! Steve, Dave. I can't... Luce could do it and we could too. Yeah. Well, let's get him in the whisker biscuit. I can't do three-way yeah, on here without I, sacrificing. Right. I'll miss, I'll miss, yeah, well, let's get. Yeah, we'll have to get Steve on the line. We'll get a little three-way message going. I would love to. I'd love to come back out there. Oh yeah, I get you lined up, man. I I want to see you out here because I really I really enjoy what you're doing on uh, the NWA. Let me ask you this though: Where do you draw like for your, the Zicky Dice character? Where Where does that come from, man? God. Good question. Comes from God? No, no. It, oh, it, oh, oh, oh. Um, it, uh, it comes from. I mean, it's like me amped up and like a lot of right. You know, amped up through eleven and uh, like that's so cliche, but uh, it also comes from eighties um, and uh, mm-hmm. you know early nineties wrestling. I like the bright colors and yes. the hair and uh, and the style of wrestling. Um, you know, so it's, it's all of that combined into this big old pod, and you mix it up and. Throw me in there, and boom, there it is. Yeah, whoop, there it is. Thought you knew. The recipe, yep, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, So you've done some death matches, too, haven't you? One. Just that one? I saw the picture when I was creeping out one your Facebook. One with Marcus Crane. I will never. Oh, Marcus Crane, yeah. He's a homie, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. One of my one of my good homies. Uh, one of the best. And I said if I would ever do one, it would be with him. Mm-hmm. And I felt right before going to NWA was the time. Mm-hmm. Now I will never do them again, and I know that for a fact. It hurt really bad. And Marcus Crane told me in the back, he said, Zicky Dice, you don't hate yourself enough to do be a deathmatch wrestler. And I said, yep. thank you. <laughs> and I went on with my life. Nice. Well, uh, what show was that at? Oh, man, it was just in L.A. at this place crimson crown in la was it for like gcw or something no no just crimson crown in la oh that yeah. <laughs> damn bringing back yeah. some horror horrible memories for zicky dice yeah yeah it all hurt so i try and block it out yeah i well i've it's weird because i've seen guys that uh for instance um what was it, a few months back um during what was it all out weekend uh, me and my producer threatened, dude, we had like three or four days where we went out. To, we did like a GCW Black Label show. Uh, we went to Warrior Wrestling and then All Out. Uh, but that GCW show, are you familiar with Effie? I know Effie. I met uh, Effie is a good buddy of mine. I actually met Effie when the band was touring nice. um, in Florida. Our um, One of our good buddies and like merch guys was good friends with Effie and I met Effie right before I started training and it was right before and it was, uh, he started training matter of fact. Um, and then me and Effie have wrestled once in Louisiana. I would Effie's, like to see Effie's this. Great. Dude, I love watching Effie. I love watching everything Effie's doing. He's blowing the hell up. He and is amazing. And he deserves all of it. I saw him battle Nick fucking gauge and it Sick. was hit with dude. Holy shit, you know, like these deathmatch guys, you know, they like their deathmatch are tough, whatever. But a lot of them, let's face it, come on, you're wearing like jeans and some pads, and you know, I mean, you still get fucked up. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I went out in my wrestling gear. 
Exactly. Much like Effie did. He goes out in trunks and fishnets. Yeah. Yep. That's, I, 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 the reason is I'm not a deathmatch wrestler, so I went out as who I am, and I did the damn thing. And I wish I would have wore pants and a bubble suit and like a helmet, but right, you know, like a Norman Smiley football helmet. Yeah, I can't go back in time and do that now. So yeah, fuck it. Hey man, it, you know, it just adds to your toughness. And like uh, when dude he did that match, and I just I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, and he went toe to toe. And won over all the in the GCW fans are a very rabid fan base, much like the old ECW fans. And dude, he fucking took it to Nick Gage, and you know he came up short. But god damn, he was bloody as shit. And afterwards, I walk up to him, hey, can I grab your cock? <laughs> it's like oh. sure. he's like, sure, why not? And I got a picture. It's on our Instagram at Juice Pro Wrestling. Yeah, um, I'm dying to come out that way. Oh yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm washing my hands. Prepping for dinner. Beyonce's making turkey burgers. What are you but, making? Uh, turkey burgers? Turkey burger, baby. Lettuce wraps. Yeah. I think it actually has a pay-per-view coming up now. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I, I'm trying to make my rounds and uh, work for a lot of companies that I haven't yet, and that's been the goal is trying to, like I said earlier, what doing I literally have like an interview or podcast every day this week. I'm trying to do as much as possible and just ride the wave. And that's that good. Is, like, if I had a, a pink uh, if I had a map of the world. You just see it slowly, all of it turning pink, 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 pink. That's the whole goal. Mm. Pink is the color of passion. That's right. Or in the I Steven Tyler. Ass, I gotta whoop Nick Gage's ass. I don't care oh. whose ass I gotta whoop. <laughs> yeah! Fucking love it! Zicky Dice is the fucking man. That's right. I'll, I'll put the TV title on the line as soon as it's mine. Everywhere I need to, and to, do, the, to do so. That's right. That's fucking right. Dude, that's... uh. I mean, you got to do it, though. You got that grind. That's that, that hard work ethic, you know, much like we do with the show. Dude, we haven't missed a beat. We're every fucking, every Wednesday, dude, for the last two years, we've been kicking it and going to all these shows and doing all this shit. You got to put that fucking grind in. I'm saying, That's right. No one else is going to do it for you. Yeah. I'll and you that. know, as a musician, too, same thing, you know, me and Zach and Brad do with uh, Handsome Prick and what you do with Heart to Heart, you know? You, yeah, man. You guys got to send me some bangers. I want to check you guys out as soon as we're done. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. I got you. Oh, I got to hook you up with, uh, you. I think you'll fall in love with uh, my drummer's solo band called The Pink Machines. Oh, I would yep, send that too. It's like a, said, yeah. Right, link me. As soon as we're done here, link me with Bolt because I definitely want to check them out. I will hook you up. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, Zicky, what is, obviously, other than NWA, what is some uh, some of the good stuff going on in another promotion that you see that's really catching your eye? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Because we can't lie, you know. I mean, there's a lot of marks out there, and, yes, wrestlers can be marks, and a lot of them I should mean, be. It'd but... be cool to, like, check out some of the championship wrestling from Hollywood stuff. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're growing and getting into more markets around the country and and even uh, internationally they're up in some spots. So that'd be great to check out. I mean, just a local promotion. Just Everyone should just go and just support wrestling, really. I you like know, that. Everyone wants – I say everyone is a local wrestler once or, you know, local guy. Mm-hmm. Every man wants so just go out and support wrestling. Just go to a damn show. Yeah, and a <laughs> lot of local shit, um, a lot of the indie stuff, uh, if you guys get the independent ra- independent wrestling, independentwrestling.tv, the IWTV app, I mean, dude, they got so many badass fucking promotions on there. Yeah, we actually got uh, West Coast Pro Wrestling is going to be streaming on there starting Friday. It's the first nice, stream. nice. This Friday, and you can catch uh, – Zicky Dice and Levi Shapiro versus Four Minutes of Heat. Um, yeah, so, and uh, they also just, 
Um, we got championship wrestling from Hollywood coming to the Bay Area now. Um, with ABC Seven. Nice. ABC Channel Seven. That's brought to you by West Coast Pro Wrestling. So we got some cool stuff going on. There's and and Disney. Don't watch some damn wrestling. There's a lot of good promotions out there. And, and uh, now's know, the time. Cheer them and boom. Go just go have fun. Get the hell off the computer. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the thing, though, Zicky. Like, I man, as a guy who does media and shit for wrestling, I still find it tough. Like, I'll put it this way: when I go to these events, I fucking have this huge disdain. For filming shit, even though I have to, because it's like, well, I, you know, I put together a highlight video and I want to promote yeah. guys, but I, I'd rather like pay some dude to do that because I want to enjoy the fucking show, right. and right. I don't want to sit that during. Be so the, nice, like having just post content for you, like, oh, I was here, right? I'm like, yeah, I feel you. You know, get some mark or some shit to do that for me because I just, I fucking want to enjoy it. And I want to enjoy my time with the boys and hanging out because I, I go to these shows. I get a lot of that, you know. But what I want to enjoy the fucking match. And if I'm sitting at home watching the the PPV, the pay per view, I don't want to uh, sit there and tweet every fucking second. Now, do I do it sometimes? Yeah. I mean, it's a necessary fucking evil, you know. But I try to. Man, it's weird time. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Social media, man. I love it and I fucking hate it at the same time. <laughs> I hate that shit. I delete, I delete my Facebook app every day. <laughs> right? I know a couple guys that do that. Zach Geisha. <laughs> Zicky, um, before we end here, I, w- I want you to let everybody know where they can find you at and where they can buy some of your merch. Oh, man. Nice and simple. ZickyDice.com. Z-I-C-K-Y-C-I... Oh, shit. I botched that. You fucked up. You fucked up. And then at ZickyDice on all social media. At ZickyDice. That simple. So and simple. At NWA, just go, go and watch Power every Tuesday at 6.05. That's right. Into the fire. <laughs> I'm falling. Yeah. Zicky, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on the show, man. I had a good time, brother. I hope you did as well. Yes, thank you for having me. You, dude, you got quite the voice and quite the wit. And, um, it was great. Yeah, anytime, man. You're welcome back any fucking time. Burgers. Yeah, we're going to have to do this again. We and will. again, and again, and again, and again. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hey, everybody out there listening, we appreciate your support and your continued support. Make sure you share with all your friends. We're on all social media at Juice Pro Wrestling on Twitter at JPW Podcast. You can find us weekly every Wednesday. And, you know, there's one more thing we got to do. We got to wet them up, wet them up, wet them up. Check out Zicky Dice. <laughs> Outlander. You gonna do sex to me? Are you ready to give your employees and customers smooth, secure digital experiences? Then you need Ping Identity as an identity security pioneer. Ping champions your unique identity so your employees can be productive rock stars and your customers can engage with your brand wherever and however they want with lovable digital experiences. I'm the Chief Identity Champion and I'm here to help. Visit pingidentity.com today. This year has us all wanting to be healthier and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. 
VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com.